Welcome to episode six of Enlivening Musings. I'm Crystal. And I'm Katie. And we're so happy you've joined us. Today, we're continuing with our May motherhood theme, and we are going to touch on a topic that only, I don't know, the last year, in my world anyway, I've seen a lot of people talking about, and it is one, you know, we've done some discussion around postpartum, and this definitely falls right into that. So we are going to be talking about prolapse, and that might lead into just some pelvic pain type stuff too, but... Mm -hmm. Again, it's another topic where there, <laughs> there could be so much to say, and we're going to try to stay as kind of concise yeah. as we can be about it. Um, I know for me, like I said, I only had this enter my sphere, you know, I say a year ago, but that's not true. My youngest is four, and with her, I experienced a uterine prolapse, and that opened up the whole world for me, right? Where mm -hmm. I go searching and holy buckets, everybody needs to hear about this. <laughs> How come people aren't talking about this? How come I didn't like know this was a possibility? Mm -hmm. Why wasn't I prepared? What could have I done to prevent this? And what do I do now? And just spiral, right? <laughs> you can hear it. You can hear that I'm spiraling. <laughs> Yeah. It's like every woman's biggest fear. Yeah. And a lot of women, they're like, am I prolapse? Like, I don't know, you know? Right. And, oh, man, that right there. <laughs> Knowing our own anatomy. That, mm -hmm. that I, I think that one should be a YouTube. Knowing our own, own anatomy. <laughs> yeah. we'll, do, we'll do a little anatomy lesson here. <laughs> yes. Because we're not familiar with our anatomy unless we've chosen to go exploring there. And yes. even with our own touch and touching ourselves and these mm -hmm. different things. People aren't talking about that very much. You know, I insert a finger, yeah. how far my finger goes up to find my cervix. What does my cervix feel like? What yeah. does all of those things. Now, obviously there are going to be those listening who do know because they may be checking their cervix all the time for fertile, you know, fertility mm -hmm. checking mm -hmm. or, um, anything like that. So they might know a little bit more. However, the average person doesn't know these different things about their anatomy and they might not even know that they have a prolapse until they get checked mm -hmm. however many years postpartum and then right. it comes into the awareness. Or for instance, back pain, low back pain, I have, I have a whole, I have my own personal like hang up on hysterectomies because of back pain. Um, so I'll just caveat there, like no judgment on anybody who's ever had a hysterectomy. However, no, just not even however, no judgment. Right. There's lots of different reasons why right. they're necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. And what I see though is that component of low back pain yeah. connected with not having the uterus where it needs to be. Yes. Yes. To hold that structure. Yes. And that was something I wish I thought of when I was pregnant with my last because mm -hmm. I had this weird SI pain that I never had in my other pregnancies. And I give birth. The next day, my uterus prolapses. I try to tear my uterus out of my <gasps> body because I think it's a huge clot. Oh, my Traumatic. Gosh traumatic I tell you I've had to do so much healing around that because here I am birth worker know all this stuff and here I 
I, of all people, make this mistake because wow. I think that there's a clot and I need to get it out of my body. And it's huge because it's a huge clot, right? Because it's my uterus. <laughs> Like, what? I think, like, <laughs> I'm so glad you're telling this story because I can guarantee you're not alone. And that is really just incredibly scary. Yeah. To not know and to have, oh my gosh, yeah. So my midwife comes, wow. she walks my uterus back up to where it belongs, and my back pain, gone. Wow. Didn't feel that back pain. Yeah. ever again basically until if moments if I feel my uterus dropping a little bit I'll feel it wow it is the craziest thing but it solidified that for me so much how when our uterus is in its position wow. our hips and our low back and that entire structure is so happy yeah <laughs> Wow, that's such an interesting story. Oh, oh my God. I think this really ties in good and in, into something I was kind of hoping to touch on a little bit is the idea of our body, like the model of biosyntegrity. Okay, tell me so, about it because this is new for it's me. It's such, you know, I've heard, you know, how, like you'll hear stuff a lot and you're like, okay, I kind of get it. And then you hear it and it really clicks. That happened to me recently. And I was listening to another pelvic floor therapist sharing how biosyntegrity ties in. And I was like, that's it. That's exactly what I'm doing with people. But I didn't have the word for it. So biosyntegrity is just like the, the way our body functions, basically. So like kind of like the old theory of anatomy is like almost like we're stacked on our bones. And then we're just like this stick man, like balancing somehow. Yeah. But like that's so not true, right? <laughs> we're so much more. And it ties yeah. into the world of fascia, which of course I love. Yeah. But biosyntegrity is like... Um, it's what allows us to stretch and move and slide and glide and bounce back, basically. So mm. it's so interesting to think of how when your uterus was pulled down, how that was then pulling on your back and causing. And soon as it went back up, it's almost like it went like boing, back yeah. into place. And then it's like it's there. Yeah. So I think sometimes we think things like stretch out and this and that and it can somewhat, but oftentimes what happens is there's a restriction causing a downward pull. And we're talking about the pelvis. So it's causing, like we just pushed a baby out. And even if you had a cesarean, they pulled the baby out and it's going to cause some trauma to the tissues, right? And so there can be like adhesions or just restriction in the fascial tissue because everything's fascia. It's embedded mm -hmm. in all of our organs and muscles and bones are mineralized fascia and down to our cells. So you just have to forget what you think you know about the body and muscles and just forget it. Like you don't have to know what muscle you're on to be a good PT or a good massage therapist because... If that's what you're thinking, you don't know what you're doing because that's not the way the body works anyway. So that's a whole side yeah, note yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I get passionate about because I, love it. I see the world get so caught up in this and what technique and what muscle and what organ do I need to release? And it's just not true, right? So think of think of now thinking of your body as a big web of tissue and you're pushing down, you push this baby out or you breathe and the baby releases out through the uterine contractions and now things are like pulled down. 
So it feels like everything's falling out and all this stuff, but really it's just some restriction. Mm. So if you can, like what I do with patients, go internal a lot of times, find for tender spots that 99% of people didn't know they have. No, I don't have any pelvic yeah. pain. No pain with intercourse. It's all good. You go and you find these tender point, points within the pelvic floor muscles. And you just, you know, how I work is I stay and hold there and I let them have the release both structurally, emotionally, process the experience, um, and the tissue bounces back. Now, yeah. it's not always instantaneous. Ugh. I don't want people to think that, but it's pretty darn powerful in what it can do. So if we change our way of thinking about prolapse in that way, because you can have a uterine prolapse, the bladder can prolapse, the rectum can prolapse. Yeah. And, you know, people are needing to like insert a finger vaginally to have a bowel movement. Like these are all things that happen. And I want women to know you're not alone at all. At all. At all. There's so many. And there's so much help for it. So reach out, find a women's health PT. You can, you know, check in with your OB or midwife, but don't be discouraged if they aren't like super supportive and helpful and it's no shame to them, but they're, you know, an OBGYN, they're surgeons. And so they're going to do a wonderful job helping these surgical cases that need it. Yeah. And it's so important and so needed and they're amazingly skilled at what they do. Um, but I also want people to know is once surgery gets involved, it does things, make things more complex when we're working in that BIOS integrity model and um, just pelvic floor work in general. So if, it, if it's happened to you and you've went down the surgery route, it's okay. There's still help available. But if you're on the fence, I'd really encourage you to like reach out to a pelvic floor therapist and get some work done. And again, like we talked about before, finding the right practitioner, you know, um, don't give up hope. I mean, I know myself, I've went to a few different therapists and then finally found the person that's, you know, really been able to help. Um, so don't be discouraged. It is, it's still a pretty new field. Um, yeah. It's not something we're really taught. We're no, I don't think they are now. I definitely wasn't taught women's health in school like 20 years ago. Um, it's something that... Um, any therapist that does it is probably going to be really great, though, because they've taken some time and um, they're really probably pretty dedicated to the movement of pelvic wellness. But um, Right. I feel yeah. like most who I've ever talked to, you know, it's some sort of a passion. Yeah. They, they really wanted to get into it. I, yeah. I, I've it yet to <laughs> run into one who... I don't know, doesn't have something special, you know, that yeah. really calls for that because it's very intimate work. Yeah. And I think that's something, especially for somebody who's never even heard of it, they are going to go inside once you're, well, if they're really good, once your body's ready for it, yeah. winky, winky. <laughs> yeah. Um, because that exactly how you're saying is how it works. Like you're going all around that pelvic floor muscle and from the inside. And that's something that's really kind of cool about being a woman is we yeah. can go inside and work our pelvic floor internally it and is. not just externally. Mm -hmm. And it's powerful. And I know for me, it, I mean, it just made me feel better. It made me feel 
confident that my body could heal. Mm-hmm. It made so it didn't just make me feel better, like oh yeah, great. Now like I don't have to worry about my prolapse anymore. But it was more that oh I can still trust my body. Yeah, because that you know you feel like your organs are falling out and you can't do anything, and so that plays on uh, who am I as a person. You know, because whenever you go from being quote unquote normal to any degree to any sort of disability, which is what it feels like, it feels like you're disabled because you can't lift heavy things, you can't run, you can't dot, 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 fill in the blanks, right? Right. There's so many different things, incontinence, all of the stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's wild. And so one, I really want to bring up being patient with yourself and honoring that it might be a slow process to get that mm-hmm. back. You, you're not going to go jump on a trampoline in a week or a month <laughs> right. or go run a mile. You know, it might take more time, but exactly like you're saying, finding a really phenomenal PT or other woman's health practitioner who is trained in that right who and especially the ones for me anyway the ones who understand that mind-body connection Mm -hmm. is huge because our womb space our vaginal canal our pelvic floor our everything holds so much emotion Mm. it all just (laughs) is there yeah and so you know, she's talking about, Katie here's talking about holding on a point and waiting for whatever needs to be released. And wow, you can be there and all of a sudden you're remembering or to go back to a completely different time. Maybe it was a funny sexual experience. And I say funny meaning uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be even traumatic, just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. It could be traumatic. Mm-hmm. Any of these things that our tissues remember all of that. Again, the body knows and remembers. And mm-hmm. so to allow that time and space for that healing. So, okay. Whew. Yeah. yeah. From there. It's just, yeah. I know it's hard not to go deep on it because it's so powerful. And, you know, I think one thing I I wanted to touch on too is just like, Again, the knowing you're not alone because a lot of women too, like if they have a prolapse or tearing and they look at their vulva and they're like, what the hell? Like, who am I? How am I ever going to have sex again? Like, is my partner going to even be attracted to me anymore? Like, these are real things that women go through and um, we just need to talk about it and support each other and and just know like in that, if you're in like recent postpartum, Things are going to heal. Right. The body is amazing and beautiful. Um, and you'll you'll be yourself again. But yeah, the time and the rest, like it brings it back to just the importance of resting and, and support then. And support. <laughs> yeah, in that time. And you know, one other thing I think that's important to talk about is like the world of Kegels. Because yeah. that's a whole thing too. And I feel like like a lot of the more like cutting edge pelvic floor therapists are like really kind of moving away from Kegels and they're like, let's just stop all of that for now because women come in and they have dysfunction and they're just like trying to Kegel and they're worried about Kegeling and 
99.9% of the time, if not 100% of the time, like I've never felt someone that was like um, super weak. Like everyone's super hypertonic and tight in their pelvic floor and they just can't relax. Right. So again, what is it? It's a downward pull in the in the tissue. Everything's pulling downward and tense. <gasps> click, 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 click. <laughs> right? So, and it's then coming back to that rest state, that balanced, calm state as much as we can so the body can relax. Think of when you get stressed. Where do you hold tension? Your pelvic floor and your jaw. Yeah. You know, maybe some other areas, solar plexus, right. whatever. Shoulders, we all have all, Everybody's got their, their position, I so, call it. <laughs> yeah, so just thinking about that... Um, in the world of Kegels that's out there is, yes, maybe at some point, but to be honest, once you release the restriction and teach someone how to relax and get rid of the trauma, get rid of the shame, all the gunk that's living in their womb space, guess what? You can contract without even doing an exercise. You don't need biofeedback. You don't need it. When the body gets balanced, it can contract most of the time. So I think that's just something to consider. And there might be other professionals that are listening to this maybe and think she's crazy, but (laughs) these are just my own experiences I'm sharing. Um, And I really just believe in like connecting to our bodies is always the answer. I agree a thousand percent. (laughs) For me, for me, of course, in my work and getting ready to be able to teach like the jade egg Mm. it's huge in that it's not it's not pop this egg in and tighten (laughs) (laughs) don't do that Mm -hmm. everybody anybody out there first of all don't use all the different stones out in there you don't need a million yoni eggs and they don't need to be different sizes um you just need one nephrite jade egg (laughs) because it's different it's not porous like other stones and so much of the practice is embodiment and tuning into our bodies and it brings in all of the relaxation and then you get to start feeling the sensation and then you can start considering having any sort of contraction oh my gosh yes and like bringing that (laughs) all back online you know, because it's disconnected, mm-hmm. especially when it is just in that tight, tight state all the time. You're not even feeling it. Like right no. now, if you're sitting there going, oh, is your pelvic floor tight? <laughs> uh, I don't even feel my pelvic floor. Mm-hmm. Or no, it seems fine. But once you start breathing, like use your breath. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody listening right now, use your breath right now. Yeah. <sighs> How far did you go? Did you breathe all the way into your belly? And did it stop at your rib cage? Were you able to breathe into your hips? Could you even breathe into your pelvic floor? Could you even feel it? I hope everybody's still breathing while I'm talking because I can't keep breathing and talking at the same time. (laughs) I love that. I love how the the jade egg practice that you teach ties in so well to what I see and experience as a PT because – that's the main question I always ask women, and it's I—it's even if they're not coming in for pelvic floor stuff, I, I, oftentimes it come up, can you find your pelvic floor? Can right. you find it even? Most people can't. Right. They can't. Um, and I love that about the JDIG practice. It blew my mind when um, I started it and, like, reading the book and how she talked about, like, 
just waiting, like waiting yeah. at the opening and like learning how to teach your body to take something in. Yeah. I mean, that is like, it's so mind blowing to me and also almost like sad that it is mind blowing. Like the whole, it's so intense and deep to me, that whole idea of that. Yeah. How often do we decide and say maybe pause or is this what I want? And like talk to our vagina and say, do you want this? Right. I mean, that so, alone is so mind-blowing <laughs> to me. Like I just can't even believe it. It's huge. So taking that just one step further. So the vagina is designed to draw things in. I wish everybody could see my hand right now. <laughs> so it's designed to draw things in. It's not designed to be pushed into. Now let that like sink in. That's incredible. That is right? like just knowing that if all women could know that. So bring that to any certain foreplay, sex. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. What? What a concept. Can you imagine? I, I just want to like stretch the limits a little here. Imagine every time that you're going to be intimate with your partner, if you're in a heterosexual situation or using a toy, that you invite that in and let it draw in. <laughs> I know. I wish you guys could see my face right now. <laughs> like that's incredible to consider because I think we're just like, okay, so like sexuality as a whole isn't talked about. Um, and there's so many women that have had it violated yeah. or felt like a violation. Yeah. I mean, there's just so, we all know the stats around it. And that's why I just think like, you know, the jade egg, it's kind of like this popular thing. And it's like, you know, we're all trying to like fix ourselves all the time. And now everyone's like trying to make their vagina better and like fix right. it. And huh. true jade egg. And I, I am just like a really a newbie about it. Crystal is like the expert, but it's, it's so healing. It's about taking your body back. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Your sexual sovereignty. It's just incredible. Yeah. It is huge. It's <laughs> incredible. And it ties in so well to the world of pelvic health from a PT perspective. Um, like I said, there's all the fancy equipment and biofeedback, and that can be helpful for people to see at times because um, it's interesting if you don't know you have tone and you're resting at a six and you should be at a two like yeah. that you can see with these machines. But yeah, when we're talking about like retraining um, what's going on like neuromuscularly and with the nervous system and neuroplasticity and all the world yeah. that you're in, Crystal, like yeah. it's more like a down training like most of us are probably actually super guarded in that area. Um, yes. <laughs> not everyone, unless you've been through a jadeg practice. Seriously. And and I, I love that I'm starting to embody being an expert in it, but I definitely yeah. don't feel that yet. I would definitely, you know. But you know so much more than to... so many people do. Well, and that's I, I have to like leave that with one last thought too is just really really finding somebody who teaches it properly if you're not 
you know, Absolutely. seeing somebody like myself that you're finding somebody. I would honestly, so my teacher is Saida Desilei. I any of her ambassadors, those are all the people trained by her. And um, there's one other person who I trust, but I'm not willing to name drop it <laughs> <laughs> because I feel like I want to look at her program a little bit more thoroughly before I feel comfortable name dropping her. But from a from a glance, <laughs> I I like what she's doing. Um, but there are so many people out there, even some really big names that are teaching things that are very much just like you pop this egg in or sometimes they'll slow it down a little bit and then it's still just going straight for use it for this amount of time every day and da 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 and it's just not that it's really a relationship and it's a relationship that you're building with yourself and honestly all the practices that I teach are you don't even have to have an egg yeah like that's that's a whole nother thing is like you can do all this stuff without an egg and that's even more (laughs) important and powerful to bringing all of that connection back. But I did feel it was important to mention it, especially in, you know, what about when you are healed enough to use something or do something like a practice, then that would be a good way to go or in the realm of preventing it and creating connection with ourselves and doing that type of stuff before we're pregnant. Yeah, absolutely. I think that is... A wonderful idea. Yeah, yeah. Totally. I love it. Mm-hmm. Woo. All right. Well, again, this is one of those topics where there's so much to talk about, and yet we want to, you know, honor everybody's time here. So we will sign off and go into the next the next phase of our day. All right. So enjoy yours. Yes. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye.